everyone, it's me, Sean Capri. I'm glad you're here because you're listening to the most horsepowerful podcast on the internet. It's the Xbox Drive. I'm on a Skype call with my friend Ryan Turford. He's the weatherman on the moose and on our journey today. It's the Carpool Gaming Day live stream and let's jump on into the Xbox Drive. Bomb! Greater than X. Hello, Ryan Turford. I switched. I pushed all the buttons. I did all the things. I flipped up a little bit on the intro there, but I got a lot going on, my friend. It's a big day. People are blowing me away. How are you doing, my friend? I mean, I'm doing super well today. Not just well. I normally am just like, I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. But no, super well today, Sean, because I mean, Ooh. holy crap. It's Carpool Gaming Day. Yes. It's odd because we're doing two shows in one week and we usually don't do that. But uh, it's a nice surprise that we're doing, you know, extra Xbox drive this week. That's right. But, uh, extra I'm, I'm Xbox really drive. Happy with just everyone coming out and supporting us today. It's been super awesome to see. And uh, I mean, this day's just getting started, John. We're only like hour three into this and it's like going to be 12 hours. So please be excited. Everyone. Please be excited. I think lots of people are excited, Ryan. We um, one of the things I'm kind of most excited about is this brand new merch store that we just launched. Like, of course, the name, you know, is one thing I think it's I just got to keep everything in mind. This is all very new for everybody else. This is this is something like you and I and and Cato and Court we've all known about this for for quite some time. But the way that it all comes together, the way that we start to hint at it as the day comes up, and we're like, "There's a lot of work. There's a lot of things to reveal, and there's all this stuff, and you can't really tell anybody." But it's like, dude, what a team! Like we have really come together for something special here, and I'm 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 very proud of it. I'm very excited. I think I'll probably have a good kind of like emotional meltdown cry a little bit later on in the day because it's just a lot. It's a lot to deal with, and people are they're coming out of the woodwork to support us. I'm very excited, Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. And again, shout out to some friends we're already seeing coming into the chat here. We've got you know Mitch Power. What's up, shout Mitch Power? Him. Yes. Uh, Shout out to Kevin Ainsworth asking how the weather as well. It's, you know, it's a sunny. Good God, you guys. Celsius here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. I mean, I didn't feel like I needed to update the weather again because I just did it during the backtrack. (laughs) (laughs) So we just did. I mean, it hasn't really changed too much since then. The Uh, thing is, though, it's just kind of a a nice thing for you because the weatherman is sort of like the man of the community. You know, like everybody looks at their local weatherman and it's like they're 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 a good person. Like they're always like you, you think you can just like go up and give him a big hug and i think maybe that's that, that's how this community feels about you ryan turford i love the fact that you're projecting the fact that i'm apparently a good person because that just means i've fooled everyone sean <laughs> as i you know twiddle my twiddle my thumbs over yes there, trying to be trying to do my best mr burton impression but anyways this is the xbox drive where we talk about stuff all the time apparently i'm wearing the wrong shirt hang on you, you take it from here i'm wearing the wrong jacket Oh, geez. But I mean, I'm wearing an N64 shirt today and while Sean goes to change. But before we get into the show, of course, we, let's clean the garage a little bit for any audio listeners who's listening to this, you know, after Yumi pre-day, which in fact was actually a ruse. It was actually Carpool Gaming Day all along. So number one, of course, subscribe to us on YouTube right here. Carpool Gaming, YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming. Of course, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Or again, if you're watching the live stream, like the live stream, maybe, you know, comment below and tell us what your favorite thing that we announced from carpool gaming today was all that good stuff tell us there also if you want early access to this and all our shows including an ad-free version because this is brand new go on over to patreon patreon.com slash carpool gaming is how you do that and again the ads that we're going to be putting in the show as if you're listening to the audio version are not going to be you know 
you know, Manscaped ads or, you know, Raid Shadow Legends ads, like not no sponsored stuff. It's going to be, you know, advertisements for other, you know, carpool gaming shows. So check us out over there. And then last but not least, we have a brand new merch store. I've included the link to it in the show notes. If you're listening on audio feeds or if you're watching us on YouTube during this live stream, hit that merch command or it's in the description of this video as well. Go there. We have an Xbox Drive shirt, Sean by the way. Yes, finally. So <laughs> go grab that. That it's finally we've we've been waiting for it to, to release an Xbox Drive shirt. Dude, the merch we've is so people good. People say they want it. But yes. It's now here. So go check us out over on the merch store as well. Plus, we have, you know, shows shirts for all the other shows as well, um, as well as all the carpool gaming branding, including our new mascot, Bobby, the sun. Yes. He's a ray of sunshine as well. You can go grab all your Bobby merch as well. In fact, uh, fun fact, Sean, for the live stream that I want to point out, um, I looked at the, the the analytics for some of the stuff that people have been buying. The Bobby sticker has been very popular. Oh, very so. cool. Oh, I'd love to. I don't even have the, uh, well, I think I've got the login somewhere. I, I'd like to go into the the back end and see what, what's popular with the people out there, man. That's awesome. Yeah. And also we have a limited edition shirt that's going on till the end of the month as well. So um, you're not going to want to miss out on that because, you know, by the time, you know, April is over, that's it. The shirt will be gone. So. There's actually two. There's actually two. And we didn't really talk about this on the um, Nintendo Drive. But yeah, for uh, patrons, the ultimate patrons that, that are top level, you get a uh, Carpool Gaming Founder shirt. It's only going to be available for a month. You only get it by becoming a top level patron. So it's included with all the other perks that you get, which is very cool. Um, but yeah, also that one month limited edition uh, established 2022 Carpool Gaming t-shirt available only for one month. And I think we're going to be doing more stuff like that. Like I like this idea that there'll be new stuff to look for at the at the merch store and it'll be available for a limited time in addition to all the other stuff it's just like we got it man we added kato we added court to the mix here we've got a great team everything is happening these are all the ideas in our idea sack which is a very popular notion that we've been talking about all day man we put all our ideas into the sack we, we threw it over our shoulder and now we're jumping on into the giant sack we're pulling out all the ideas this is what this is what where carpool gaming was was born and I know I mean, you're very disappointed with me right now, but I I'm only disappointed with you, Sean, because you were, were trying to embellish the fact that, you know, you wanted to talk about the, the big sack of stuff <laughs> while I shook my, shook my head at you. Yeah. But this Here was in comes. response apparently to us talking about Here a comes. certain JJ name that I will not say on the show. Wow. Restraint. What is with that? I'm trying to hold hold restraint in, Sean. But if you mention the big sack two more times during the podcast, <laughs> I will say the name. Okay. Okay. Well, it's sort of like when, um, when I mentioned Kirby, when I podcasted with Bobby Pauls, uh, he would just end the show. That was it. Yeah. yeah I'd mentioned Kirby's that, that, and that is all. And that's it. It's that all, was at the end of the show. Mitch power likes my sack, by the way. Does that that's count as one? one? That's one. <laughs> You're on thin ice right now. All Sean. right. All right. Don't make me talk mm-hmm, about it. Mm-hmm. But anyways, this is not going to be a normal episode of the Xbox drive or anything like that, because we already did the news of the week and stuff. That's like right. That. And please like no news has happened in the, uh, the world of Xbox since, you know, a day ago, this is the last time we recorded this show. Um, but we're going to do kind of like a topical show this week. Cause um, we got some cool topics to kind of talk about as well. Um, but real quickly, Sean, has anything changed with your gaming since, you know, Wednesday? No, I was planning for this. It was Lincoln's birthday. Uh, He turned five. My son turned five yesterday, which was very exciting. We played um, Is It Cake? 
my wife made uh made these. I was just about to bring those up. If you did, did you see them, man? They were so good. She made these like um, bubble tea cups, and they look like they actually look like bubble tea. They got a straw thrown in there, and then you like you pick it up. You're like, what is going on here? And you cut it open. It's cake. It's not a cup. You dum dum. It's a cake. <laughs> she made a cake. It's amazing. Sean, if you didn't tell me those were cake, just by the photos that that your wife took, I would have never thought that they, that they were cake. I yeah, would have thought man. They were yeah, very impressive and delicious cake, by the way, too. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm a little full. I'm, I'm glad I've got all these hoodies to wear because I've just been like shoving birthday food down my face. That's the game that I've been playing, my friend. Nice. nice. And Forza and Horizon been, Five. I mean, and I've been playing the game of you know putting the the carpool gaming video together. Oh yeah, today. You know, getting some other stuff ready for the show today. Um, so for the most part, I didn't really play anything different other than the fact that I played Final Fantasy 14, Sean, which should be no surprise. Nice. Very yeah, cool. Because the new patch came out this week. So there was mm-hmm. new story content. So I had to play it. I'm nice, man. First time I dunk it. Also, Sean, I bought my very first house in Final Fantasy 14, Sean. I'm very excited about this because I haven't been able to buy a house <laughs> Not before. what I thought you were saying. I saved up money uh, in the game to, to buy a house. And uh, they basically had a lottery system introduced with this new patch to basically allow you to buy a house. Yeah, so I bought a house, Sean. I really I don't know why I thought you were talking about like real life, like just, you know, oh, please bought a house. I mean, I'm, I'm still in this very fancy apartment. Again, people have been asking where the weather map is. I don't have the green screen today and I'm not going to ask Sean to put up the weather map for me. I'm sorry. Maybe I should do. It. I got a green screen. Like, look, it's right here. It's like it pops down just like this. It's like a little. I mean, mine just pops up. It's not not that much effort either. Yeah. All right, let's talk about some of the topics that we have on on the docket today. And again, today's a, a free-flowing show as well. Also, folks that are watching us on YouTube right now, currently, if you've got questions for us, throw them in the chat. Throw we'll them in the chat. Later in the show as well. So we're going to start off with the first topic that I had. Sean, it, we're in April. We're a quarter of the way through the year. If you had to pick a game of the year, and again, you can say on Xbox, you can see across all the platforms, but if you had to pick a game of the year right now for 2022, what would that game be right now? I don't want to do it. I don't want to pick a game. Uh, well, I'm forcing you to. You have to pick I know. Something. I know. I don't think, I don't think I have anything that is like really going to hold up, you know, like yeah. Kirby. I'm playing that's on switch. That's good. I played horizon on PlayStation. That's probably not going to be on the list. Although like, I guess just by default, like it would kind of like stand up. Um, Cyberpunk is up there too, but it doesn't really count. I don't think because the game came out forever ago, but it, I started to play it over on, uh, on series X cause we finally got that patch. Um, but Xbox, like it's kind of, it's an interesting question to be asking right at the moment because like, I'm looking back on the achievements on my, like the last couple of months and it's like, I haven't done anything like what have I even been playing this whole time? Like a lot of Halo Infinite, I guess, like on the weekends and stuff. I, I the first game that I rolled credits on earlier this year was uh, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens. And I like that game, but that's a it's an old ass game, you know, so I've actually been spending a lot of time on other consoles. As it turns out, this sort of retrospective thing has caused me to maybe realize that. But yeah, missed out on Dying Light, missed out on Elden Ring. There's a bunch of questions, a lot of uh, games that came out earlier this year. Um, so yeah, certainly on Xbox, probably not so much, but yeah. How about you, man? Uh, Gran Turismo over on PlayStation didn't really do it for me either. So maybe I'm kind of realizing why I've been kind of down in the dumps when it comes to gaming lately. If, if Kirby in the forgotten land is legitimately like my front runner right now, because it's a quality game and I recommend people play it. That's kind of the only one that I've got, you know, that I could actually say that about. Yeah, as for me, it, it's, I mean, I'm in the same boat as you where it's like, 
It's been a quiet year as far as Xbox is concerned. And admittedly, I haven't been playing it as much, especially for releases this year. Because mm-hmm. I've been playing a lot of like, you know, back backlog stuff, like stuff that, you know, came out last year yep. on Xbox and kind of, you know, diving into those experiences. But don't those I can't name those game of the year for 2022. It doesn't work that way. And at least yeah. in my personal books, anyways. Um, but I've played a couple games over the last month that I think would kind of fall into this category. I mean, one of them would be Elden Ring. I mean, I know that's the the choice for a lot of people. Um, I really did enjoy my time with that, even though, again, I I definitely fell off, you know, 30 hours into the game. But the fact that I got 30 hours in, Sean, probably good enough, you know, to to justify that as, you know, a potential game of the year pick for me. Yeah, I actually think that I, I the time I spent with Elden Ring was super fun and I enjoyed it. It just was the open world itself. I talked about it on you know previous shows. It was the open world itself of Elden Ring that just didn't you know, hook me in the, for the long-term right. journey with that game. Um, but I did really enjoy my time with that game. And I thought it was really fun, like legitimately fun. So um, that's certainly up there. But if I had to choose, honestly, that, I mean, the, the game of the year on Xbox for me this year that I've played so far is kind of like your pick where number one, I'm very surprised that I'm about to utter the words I'm about to say. And number two, um, I'm, don't think this is a hold, but that, again, that's part of the fun of this conversation so far. Yeah. My game of the year on Xbox is Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Oh, I, wow. Good one. Game I was not expecting to say that I would be liking. Again, yeah. my, my history with Borderlands has been, you know, all over the place. Like I, I, I've liked the idea of the Borderlands games, but it's just, you know, I don't play those games co-op and the solo experience for Borderlands has never been great. Combined with the fact, too, that I'm just like, I like the Borderlands like kind of world, but I was kind of you know ready for them to do something different with it. Yeah. And Tiny Tina's Wonderlands was certainly oh, that game. Yeah. It yes. was like totally different from from all the other Borderlands games. Mm-hmm. And I just really enjoyed that experience from beginning to end. I, yeah. I, I had a great time playing it. It was a good podcast game as well. So yes. um pl- li- playing it and listening to podcasts. Um, because it's, it's got it kind of got like a goofy story and the score the story again it's not like you know amazing or anything like that it's kind of forgettable but i'm okay with that like I, I really enjoyed my time playing tiny tina i thought that game was awesome and uh i i can't wait to play more of it i'm playing through the end game mode now um which again i don't want to spoil for those that haven't really played it or anything like that um and that's been a lot of fun and actually um there's a season pass for tiny tina um, that that's with a bunch of new DLC content that's coming. And I'm actually excited to play that too. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, and we'll be talking about it as the months go on. But that was a game that was like, that really surprised me in a way I wasn't expecting where it was like the breath of fresh air that that franchise really needed. Um, and it was really like the solo balance that really helped someone like me who's never really played the, the Borderlands games cop to really jump into that experience and just have a good time with it. So yeah, I was not mm. expecting kind of when we did our kind of like yearly overview and our predictions at the beginning of the year, Sean, I was not expecting it to be at the top of my list at this time of the year. But yeah. Tiny Tina is the one to beat. I mean, I also see some people in the in the chat also mentioned Lego Star Wars as well. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I definitely think that that's probably a, a OK pick. But for me personally, even though I'm almost finished Lego Star Wars at this point, I'm basically just in um, the 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 final final saga at this point uh playing through that um like I seven eight nine is that the way that is or how have you played like what's the order that you're playing it in 
I went one through nine. Oh, okay, That's okay, yeah. Um, because actually, when you start first jump into the game, it actually tries to start you at a new hope. Yeah. But I wanted to do them in like the 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 you know the story order right. rather than the released order. Essentially, I could see so, that. Yeah, essentially. I think I would probably do the same now that I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm, that's why, like, again, I know the section that you don't like with episode one having to start with that, Sean, but get that out of the way first is the way I look at it. Like, you go, you go through that, you go through Attack of the Clones. Well, I feel like the, ga- it, the game is different. My, the, my opinion on, like, the gameplay for something like that would be much different than, than the movies itself, you know, especially yeah. because it's Lego and especially because I'm not really looking for cinema out of this sort of thing. Like, I feel actually like I remember some of the, the old episode one games were actually pretty decent if I remember correctly. So I, for a number of reasons, I would actually want to start with those games or with those yeah, episodes. Actually shout out to uh, JKJ in the chat um, who asked the question, do you get to pick the order that you play in? So you do, but you have to pick a trilogy to start with. So the way it works is um, you actually play through a trilogy and then it allows you to progress through the, from there. Um, and it unlocks the different stories. But at the beginning of the game, when you first boot it up, you only have access to episode one, episode four or episode seven. Mm-hmm. And then you basically unlock those trilogies as you play them essentially. So, um, you don't get to start with e- any one that you want, but you do have to, but you can start with whatever trilogy that you want to start with. I have, a, I have a question. I have a question, Ryan. Hi, Sean Capri. Uh, long time, first time. Um, can you play as Jar Jar Binks and jump into a Sorlacc pit and have him never recover? I don't know about the never recover part, but you can certainly envision the scenario that you're describing, Sean. Yes. But or, you, have to, you have to unlock Jar Jar through the story first, Sean. Okay, okay. Can I also, a uh, second question, a follow-up question. Can I play as Jar Jar Binks and... Um, put them in an airlock and then open the airlock into space into the vacuum and cold never ending vacuum of, of space. I mean, star Wars pretends like airlocks don't exist at this point. Um, you go and watch, you know, something like the, uh, a new hope and the death star has like an open window that like ships fly through. That's true. People stand in that (laughs) hallway, but they don't fly out the airlock. So it's a, it's it's an invisible shield laser airlock. That's a good point, man. That's actually a real thing. Um, uh, hi, uh, third question, follow up question. Can you play as Jar Jar Binks and then use another ship's hyperdrive to, um, to drive directly through Jar Jar Binks's abdomen? Can you split them in two? No. Another question. Can you play as Jar Jar Binks? Can you replace Darth Maul with Jar Jar Binks and then slice him in half and then have him fall down the pit in, in two pieces? Actually, I, I'm, I'm really excited when you eventually decide to play this game, Sean, to see what the Darth Maul fight is all about because they do something really funny with it. <laughs> I actually really want to play this game. This game does look incredible, and I am really excited about it. It kind of landed at a point in time where I, j- I think I just was feeling pretty overwhelmed with a lot of different things and i'm looking back on the last few months of games that i feel like i should have played and you know me like i go back and forth on this whole thing i have this very genuine feeling like i should have played a lot of the games that you guys are talking about but as i've been going through the last few months i've been very verbal and vocal about i'm just gonna play what i want i should be comfortable playing forza horizon 5 because i think that game is amazing It's it's a masterpiece and it's timeless it should be played at all times, but I'm here. I am feeling like I kind of miss out on Lego Star Wars, and I missed out on Tiny Tina's and Elden Ring and Dying Light Two and blah blah blah. Uh, so I'm I'm kind of like playing around with that. The other thing, though, um, Kato had mentioned in the chat about Pokemon Arceus, which I agree. I need to play a little bit more of that one for it to kind of like rise up the actual like goatee kind of list there. And I also forgot I was playing Destiny Two: The Witch Queen, which is <laughs> excellent. 
And it's because it's on PC. So I'm just kind of like, I've kind of got games all over the place. I need some sort of like automated thing to just go like pull all my trophies together, pull all the things that I've been playing together. I have to like check my Xbox app for achievements and my PlayStation thing for trophies and my Steam thing for those, whatever the hell they're called, achievements, I think. So kind of, kind of just feel like I've been missing stuff, but I've got, <laughs> you saw my, my order from the library, totally messing with all this stuff as well. Final Fantasy VII Remake, Inter, what is it called? Intergrade? Right on yeah, PS5. Yeah. yeah, yeah, could be playing Call of Duty by this time next week. Could Call be doing a bunch Duty. of stuff. Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Mm-hmm. Call Demon of Souls Duty. on that PS5. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and as for me, my year for gaming again has been all over the place because you know we had a lot to, uh, of work to get ready for this. I moved. I had the Olympics at my jo- my day job. Like, oh yeah, been a yeah. busy year for me <laughs> so far already. So I, I mean, I'm finally actually having a chance to catch up with games at this point um so for me personally i it's just I, I haven't had a chance to play most stuff either like i haven't played horizon yet sean like that hasn't eh, happened skip it. I, haven't, I haven't played dying like two yet I dude played, i'm oh man i gotta play it i haven't played a lot of games that came out in february because february was just a stacked month but that was also why i wanted to have this conversation because like, yeah um even though again like even though our game of the year picks probably here aren't gonna hold like it, it was we had like such a stacked first quarter of the year. Yeah. But I felt like it was important for us to at least have this discussion coming out of it because um, I, it's just a testament to how many games we missed also. But or just how many high quality games that we had to start kind of start the year. Like I thought this conversation would be interesting as well, because um, likewise, I don't know if you've looked at the Yumi Capri release calendar between now and, you know, September. But we've got like 10 games there versus how many games did we have in February let Ten. alone, let alone everything else. Right. So um, it, that's it's good. Interesting to on that. Doesn't it feel like we're sort of like we're out of a holiday season and then like we can kind of like catch up here, like as we're into April and May it kind of feels like what typically a January, February might actually be like where we can actually go yeah. back. Like I think back to like to that point, there's games at the holiday season. I'm like, man, I, I miss some of those games as well. So I got to play Guardians of the Galaxy. Matt in the chat, what is going on? It is so good to see you here. He says, is it wrong that I still can't put down PUBG? The backlog is real. I, I think there's something to just having your game and playing your game, you know? Yeah. Like Final Fantasy 14. There's all these other games that come out, but I'm still playing it. Yeah. There you go, dude. Holy cow. Yeah. So good to see you Matt in the you. chat. So cool, man. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I see Pat also mentioning uh, in the chat that. Uh, oh, Tunic. Um, you've been wanting to play Tunic so bad. And God. I have played it as well. I played it um, uh, for last week's show. And I, I, I just couldn't vibe with it, but I know that's a, probably a pick for a lot of people on Xbox. Yeah. A lot of people are playing that one. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Good game. Good game. But um, Sean, to kind of transition into the second half of this discussion, because as I kind of alluded to, it's not a lot coming out over the next couple of months, which is going to be going to be a nice, quiet period. And unless you're on Nintendo, because there's a lot of Nintendo. Releases yeah, coming everybody's out. playing Nintendo, dude. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I got to ask then, what the heck is Xbox doing this holiday? We know Starfield's coming out on November 11th, but. What what else is there to what what else is coming to Xbox? What do you what do you think, Sean? If if you if we ran Xbox, if we ran Xbox, hey, there it is. If we, if we ran Xbox, uh, what would we be showing during you know the summer showcase? What do you think we're gonna get here? Diddy Kong Racing yeah, Two. Diddy Kong Racing Two. <laughs> All right, wrap up the show. Day and day, no, coming to Game Pass. Yeah. yeah, that's what they've been working on. It's it's tough, man, because here I am in our fantasy league with uh, the boys over at the Trophy Room podcast, and they have chosen Forza Motorsport as coming out this year 
And as much as I as much as I don't want them to get it, I don't want them to get the points. And if it comes out, it'll hurt us as well, because we we kind of chose that that game was not going to be coming out this year. As time goes on, dude, that seems to fit this year. And I don't know exactly why. Maybe it's just because we know they've been working on it. We know that there's kind of like a cadence to this, that these games tend to come out at a regular pace, you know, and it's been there a little bit off that pace, at least to the fact that they didn't launch the console with it. Um, and it's been a little while. I feel like that would actually go along very nicely with Starfield. And they just got to, you know, you got to keep up the Halo, Forza, Gears kind of rotation. I, I don't know, man. Um, so I'm torn on it. I will get destroyed on the Fantasy Critic, but I think that would that would do a lot, actually, especially for kind of hardcore Xbox fans. And I think it would also be a nice response to Gran Turismo, which, as far as I'm concerned, is a bit of a not non-starter over on PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, actually, again, when I look at my favorite games this year, Gran Turismo is actually up there for one of my favorite games of the year because I really enjoyed that game. Um, well, good for you. Time, <laughs> okay. Sean. I'm just kidding. But, I mean, with, with Forza, you're right. Like, mm-hmm. are we actually going to lose points to Bad Bit this year? Because I'm still in the camp where I still think that's a 2023 game. I don't personally think it's it's a this year game. Right. I would like to see it come out this year to your point to, to give you know, just Xbox to fill in the space like just that's yeah. the, that's really the only reason it's just like what else is it going to be like that's kind of i start there you know right exactly so i and i think that's a good starting point as well because we're we're on the starting line because yeah. it's a racing game get yeah it, get it Sean? oh I, oh, I got it I, I got it um but uh but yeah i personally if i had to predict i don't think forza is this year i mean i i could be wrong i still think forza is a 2023 game because i think they're i think they have grander plans with forza more than just you know that this yearly release and i think it it might not be it might not have been in the hopper long enough to come out this year they're going to reveal that drivatars have been fake the entire time but now they're going to be real now they're now they're they're the real legit technology not just a Mm -hmm. a name hovering over an ai controller yeah and they who knows they might actually surprise us and Warzone might actually be like a Q1 2023 game or something like that. Like yeah. Some, like it doesn't have to come out next fall. Um, but I, I, I still in the bottom of my heart feel like that's a next year. Game. Yeah, so I think so too. Then the only other game that we know about besides Starfield, that's supposed to technically come out sometime this year is Redfall from Arcane. Right. Um, that's that vampire game that everyone saw that trailer for during, you know, inside Xbox uh, last year. And had mixed reactions to mm-hmm. is all I'll say with that. Um, do we think Redfall is actually coming out this year, though, Sean? Because it was originally supposed to come out this summer. Yeah. And like, we ain't heard anything about this game. Um, I, I personally am in the camp where I don't think it's coming out this summer. Uh, but what do you think, Sean? Yeah, I think, I mean, it, we just haven't seen a whole heck of a lot of it. Like, no, I don't know if we have a whole bunch to really go off of in terms of making an educated guess on this sort of thing, other than maybe rumblings that maybe it will. Then they kind of been saying like it, it'll come out, but we don't really know a lot about it. Um, and maybe that's the best thing for it, though, because we've seen, especially with like new IP uh, expectations kind of going crazy. I mean, we've seen them with Starfield, new IP. Yeah. I mean, a little bit different because of the pedigree of the studio and all those kinds of things. So I think it's good that we haven't heard too much on that front, but it's just we haven't heard anything about anything. So it's just it becomes part of that side of the conversation. But I think on its own, if you just look at the game itself, it maybe is the best thing for it. Um, but yeah, it's like we start to go down the list here of what games do we even know about? And 
I'm not like racing for. That's the thing. Like from what I've seen of it, the only like little bit of of trailer that we got from that, I'm not like, oh my gosh, I'm gonna push all these kids out of the way so I can play that game as soon as possible. That's not. I'm not at push, pushing kids out of the way. I'm not even pushing anybody over. I'm kind of. I'm in the crowd waiting to see. So yeah, and I don't know. Also, we're in a kind of a familiar territory here where Xbox kind of needs to, as we've talked about the last couple of weeks, they kind of need to jump up and, and shout from the rooftops that, that this year is going to be a big deal. And it's very reminiscent of gosh, 2017, 2016, maybe somewhere in there, maybe yeah. earlier than that, where quantum break was like, this is the game. And it's only because there's absolutely nothing else coming around it. And it was very good. It was, I think, maybe sitting somewhere around high 70s, mid 80s, mid to low 80s on on a Metacritic thing. And while that's good, it's not enough to prop up a platform. So when I look at something like like this game, is that enough? Like it has to be along with something gigantic. And I think actually it might be counterintuitive to think about putting Redfall around um, Starfield might seem counterintuitive, but I think that might be better um somewhere in the proximity like somewhere in the in the the solar system you know not next door to it but somewhere in this like ramping up towards starfield i think is maybe um how i might do that yeah and actually um we haven't we didn't talk about this on the show because we typically don't talk about you know leaks or anything like that on the show um there was some leaked you know gameplay footage of redfall that was released you know about I haven't seen it actually. Yeah. Um, and and it was from some kind of beta that they were doing for, um, Redfall that maybe was supposed to, it was rumored that that might be coming out over the summer. Right. Um, but I, but again, we'll talk about more that more when we find out more official information, but yeah, I think like, I think it's still on track to probably come out this year, but you're right. It's probably much closer to Starfield now versus it's like late summer, early fall. Some, yeah. Like that might be a September game. Yeah. Yeah. I think that would be great. Go head to head with freaking Splatoon three over in Nintendo Land. Um, chat's all talking about Hellblade two. Do you want to talk about Hellblade two? What do you think about that? Yeah. So it so, says uh, Seth. Seth in the chat mentioned isn't in, uh, Hellblade two still coming out this year? They never ever gave an official release window for Hellblade. Yeah, I don't think so, they did. Yeah, I'm. I especially because that game's using Unreal Engine five. I would be shocked if it came out next year. Yeah, like it might it might be a I think it's a 2024 game, late 2023 game is what I'm thinking for Hellblade. But wouldn't that be just such a bomb to drop? Like, ha ha, like Epic kind of made a big deal that a lot of games can transfer from Unreal 4 to 5. Like, I don't know. I I do. I do feel like like these guys are like Ninja Theory is going to want to put an extra set of polish on this. I, I don't think they're in any rush to do this. To me, this is the game that is the PlayStation game on Xbox. Everybody's looking for like the God of War killer or the Uncharted, whatever it is. Like this was like um, Hellblade one was a PlayStation exclusive and it felt right at home over on PlayStation, you know, back in those days. Well, not only that, but you also have to remember that kind of the timeline for like how long it took for them to develop Hellblade, the original. Yeah. Um, And and that wasn't even, you know, factoring in the fact that it's a new engine because Ninja Blade, Ninja Theory, the studio that develops Hellblade just traditionally actually takes a very long time to develop their games, whether it's heavenly sword or, you know, enslaved or hellblade, like hellblade from the time it was announced to the time it came out, it was six years yeah. from the time, time that they announced it to the time it released. And I mean, I'm not saying it'll be that time, that much time between, you know, the time of announcement for hellblade two and when it comes out. Yeah. Um, but I think the scope of that game is even grown 
you know, from the time we, we like it was announced, like it sounds like it's going to be a much bigger game, you know, with Microsoft's budget behind it. So I think it's just going to take longer in the oven than most people are thinking. That's why, again, I think it, at earliest it's, you know, the holiday game next year. Yeah. Probably the earliest time window for that game. I'd love to, I'd love to see some sort of like interview or get some sort of behind the scenes look at exactly what is going on from, um, like an R and D standpoint, you're starting to see this a little bit. Ninja theory has been pretty open with their project Mara or Mara, whatever they're calling it. Um, and just the way that they're kind of like pushing the boundaries and learning how to develop new ways of being even more photorealistic in their, in their visuals and all that kind of stuff. Um, I feel like the coalition also just kind of revealing what they've been working on with unreal five and having access to that new technology. I, I, I feel like that's a thing with a lot of these um, Xbox studios that we should be interested in the games that they're working on. But I, I'm kind of interested in, in the work that they're doing behind the scenes to then push the next game even further along. And that is because we're such dorks about this sort of stuff. Like, I feel like that's that's very exciting to me. I want to know thinking about all the Bethesda studios, particularly like id or machine machine games, machine games. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like what, what are they doing with technology? What are they doing with the, um, with that quake engine? What are they doing with the, what's the doom one called? Is it just the id, id soft? Uh, I, I think it's, I think it actually, if it's not the quake engine, it's something very similar. I can't remember what they called it, yeah. but, but I'm interested. I'm definitely like, what are they doing with the tech? And so, yeah, Ninja Theory, I, I like that because in the past it was just there. They had the one, one side of the story, which is a good one. The games are making are great and they continue to get better at them. But now they've got to your point earlier about like, they've got budget they can they can develop stuff a little bit more internally and it's very id tech yeah i think or id tech id tech yes id tech, yeah. uh, as soon as i said i'm like that's the one I, I could read the words didn't didn't look right until i said it <laughs> exactly and actually yeah you're you're right on the money with that as well thinking about more of bethesda studios because i think with what we're going to get this fall that we don't know about i think there might be a bethesda game or two for them to announce this year that either like wolfenstein or early next year Maybe Wolfenstein, but I we know Machine Games is working on that India Jones game. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they'll do that in particular. I don't know either. Fine. Um, maybe Halo will finally up. launch this year, Ryan. Maybe. Maybe Halo uh, Infinite will know, finally launch. Like id Software, for example. Yeah. Just id Software, because Doom Eternal um, came out, was it last year? I think it was 2020. A couple years ago, yeah. We got the software, expansion. Doom Eternal came mm-hmm. out. So. I mean, it might be possible to me. that, you know, id Software announces what their next game is. What is it going to be, Ryan? Maybe they partner, I, I don't know. Give it to I me. I wish it was Quake. I yes. Want it, I want it to be Quake. Yes, I'll take it. anything else in Ryan the Turfer says it's Quake. It's happening. Um, but there's also, like, there, there's a possibility that they team up with another partnership like they did with Avalanche for something like Rage 2. Yeah. Um, maybe they do something like that going forward. Um, but there's a lot of unknown variables. But as far as, like, the first-party studios that we don't know about, I mean, I still think it's too soon for anything for, from Compulsion um, or from a lot of the other studios that we know about Rare, you know, who knows whenever Wild ever comes out, if that even yeah. is a game at this point. But uh, to, to Mr. Badbutt's point in the chat, you know, Xbox is just dead, Sean. I mean, that's just a D.E.D. dead conversation. <laughs> but Compulsion yeah, Games I, is also one where like we're really talking about like, let's talk about even just the end of the year. Is Starfield enough? is kind of the question because it kind of is um it's kind of it it all leads up to that that's all we know right now is that enough and i i don't know what the answer to that is but i I feel like that's something we're going to be living through pretty soon here as time goes on Mm -hmm. exactly like who knows who knows what the future holds this fall but uh, honestly yeah i would be 
I really hope Microsoft has something that they they're just going to spring on us and be like, yeah, it's out this fall that we don't know about. Um, but I'm I'm now a little more hesitant after this conversation to be like, well, maybe I shouldn't get my hopes up too. Well, let's do a quick, I've got a, I've got a table here. Let's do a quick run through on like what could happen. We've got three, four, three at the, at the top of the list, maybe story DLC for halo. Yeah, maybe we've heard, I mean, we've heard rumblings about that. And honestly, they've talked about it ever since the, you know, conception of halo infinite that, you know, their plan is to do more story DLC as the year unfolds. But who knows if they're able to stick to it this fall. Uh, the, co- so. the coalition, this is something we haven't really talked about, but I could definitely see coming. And I think it's maybe being rumored is like some sort of like Marcus Phoenix collection for mm-hmm. gears. Like, like, I don't think that we're on deck for anything really new coming from them probably anytime soon. So I could see Marcus, I was gonna say Marcus O'Neill, Marcus Phoenix <laughs> collection, <laughs> uh, Marcus Phoenix collection, or, um, uh, more DLC, more like, um, what was that called? The escapes, the, Damn yeah, it, what they for, for Gears 5? Yeah, Hatch. Damn it, I'm like, my brain is, I'm like halfway through today and I'm like forgetting all these damn Only names. Only four hours in. And, um, yeah, stay tuned, guys. It's going to be a it's gonna be a rough finish, I think, by the end of Yumi Capri Day. Now, Carpool Gaming Day. Um, ha- what the heck is it called? I can't even remember what that, that DLC was called. The Hatch, the Hitch, the Hitchers, the Hitchers. Oh, uh, Hive Busters. Hive Busters. Thank you, thank you. If I just I ramble on. I struggling to whether or not you were trying to name the DLC. Yeah, what the heck was it called? I, guess I would like more of that, by the way. Like, for everything. I think that, that occupied a similar space to um, Uncharted's uh, Lost Legacy, what they did over there. Thank you, Hive Busters. Babbit helped me out finally. He's like, come on, what is it? You're an Xbox podcast. How do you not know this stuff? God, we're getting booed already by Babbit. I know. The day's not going well, but... Compulsion um, Games is next. Oh, I'm sorry. You go on with this, please, please. Real quick, they, they uh, we do know that they have that announced um, new IP that they're working on mm-hmm. that's supposed to come out before Gear 6. Right. Um, that doesn't have a release date, and they said it's going to be smaller in scope, so... There's a possibility of that, but I don't think that's this year either. Um, maybe this time I, next year. Yeah, maybe maybe that's a next year yeah. game. But you're right, like a collection of gears, like or even just a gears two ultimate or something like that. I think is a great idea. Yeah, them doing something like that, I think would be really cool. Um, especially just to maybe give them like a like some a chance to really develop a game from the ground up on you know Series X hardware. I think would be really cool. Now they'll probably throw another six or seven awesome modes over at Master Chief Collection and totally ignore <laughs> Halo Infinite. To be fair, the, the new modes we talked about earlier this week about in Master Chief Collection actually sound really cool. They sound amazing, dude. It's I mean, that's maybe that's what we'll be playing. Um, Compulsion Games has a lot to prove in my mind, Ryan. Um, yeah. We Happy Few didn't it had a lot of promise, a lot of people comparing it to Bioshock, probably completely unfairly to the game. Maybe it was just the art style, but Bioshock, one of the greatest games of all time. Uh, and th- this, this game was not going to be that. So there's there's a lot to prove so there's a huge potential there i could be completely and utterly and stupendously surprised by what compulsion game compulsion games has in store for us but i just don't when i think about again upholding a year for xbox i'm not looking to this crew to do it but a good surprise would be kind of nice to see that's kind of what i'm looking for in a handful of these newly acquired studios is like show me what you got why why did you are you just a number are you just like another studio to make sure that xbox game pass has content or are you something that could really stand out and and call people over into the ecosystem yeah i mean yeah you hit the nail on the head with compulsion like we have a view is was a disappointment of a game if i ever played one yeah and uh, i really hope their next game whether it's we happy few two or something else like 
completely goes back to the drawing board and tries something completely different. Because again, like the 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 survival game idea mixed with you know the story that they were trying to tell in We Happy Few just felt like a weird thing. Like it didn't really feel like it fit together really yeah. well. Like it felt like two like really clashing ideas that just didn't really help. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I really don't. I really hope they do something completely different as their next game and kind of leave we happy few behind. Yeah. But, uh, Didn't they like change direction like midway through development? And I feel like it was oh, kind of like yeah. what Cuphead did and Cuphead nailed it somehow. But yeah, that generally doesn't work. <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. Most times anyways, it doesn't work. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Double, double fine. Just did psychonauts. I'm not sure yeah. if there's any, maybe, maybe some remasters, maybe some other stuff kind of coming if they in. They do something small. Yeah. Like costume quest or something like that. Who knows? Yeah, I'd like to see them. Like, it's just too bad. Like, E three is just not happening because I, I would like to see what's on deck. But at the same time, like, maybe they just get left alone for a little while and they can just go yeah. smoke whatever they're smoking or whatever, like <laughs> creative trips that they go on to come up with these ideas. I don't know how they do it, man. They go do whatever Tim Schafer wants to do. I guess the initiative is a decade away from releasing anything. Um, yep. In exile, who did the Wasteland series? I, I can't wait to see what they've got next. But it's going to be some sort of hardcore rpg almost like crpg kind of style like old school fallout i mean they could do fallout yeah i mean i maybe they maybe they're the people that are doing the next fallout game sean like like old school like fallout one fallout two school fallout yeah like new school oh that would be awesome actually that's how we that's how we bridge the gap because we're years away they've got like like bethesda they're if you if you just take them for what they are they're like 20 years away from fallout 5 so yeah but they, much. they can't they can't let that ip sit and just <laughs> with fallout 76 for now that can't be all we get no although we did <laughs> say about that that about the elder scrolls online sean when they released elder scrolls online and it's been at least 10 years since skyrim came out yeah so kevin from project x talk says double fine is using uh, unreal engine 5 so we know that i feel like that's a pretty safe assumption for most of these studios that we don't know what they're working on maybe they just released something very likely going to be on ue5 which kind of just dictates on its own that some of these games are going to be a little further away. Yeah, exactly. Um, Obsidian. Yeah, Obsidian is next. Obs- I mean, yeah, they're, they, they got all they their, their irons brain. in the fire. Uh, yeah, we got Avowed. We got Out- Outer Worlds 2, which let's talk real quick because we got some time to talk about, you know, what we think about, you know, those. When when do we think those games are coming out? Because Avowed, I think, if I had to predict, I'd say Avowed is probably first. Oh, really? Outer, oh, Outer let's take a bet. Let's have a wager. Um, but uh, I think Avowed could be next year, if not early 2024. And then Outer Worlds 2. God, I have no idea when that's coming. They out. really did just start it. Like that, maybe, that reveal was so good. Late, maybe that's a fall 2024 game. But Sean, what do you think? Well, the only reason I'm, I'm hovering over this one is just because like Outer Worlds kind of exists already and they might be further along in terms of even just creating the universe and like how it all works um the the decision trees and the systems and all that kind of stuff like it already is there and avowed like what did we get like i get avowed and the game that rare is working on mixed up a lot ever ever wild wild um i get those mixed up quite a quite a bit and fable actually i feel like there's going to be like these really beautiful looking games that are a decade away man i don't know um so i i almost think like uh, Outer, Outer Worlds 2 could come out first, but this is one that I would like them to surprise me with, actually. And I think Obsidian is a really talented studio, and they seem to just like hit their times. Once they're on it, like they're just gonna they're just gonna crush through, through some of these things. Um, mm-hmm. But I wonder too, though, if that's 
is it too similar, too close to Starfield? Like, is that, is that occupying kind of the same space where you go, maybe that can be next year's big RPG that we'll sink our teeth into. Right. That, that's why, again, like, I don't think they're releasing anything this year. I think it's yeah. next year at the earliest for either Avowed or Outer Worlds. And you, you think it's Outer Worlds and I'm Avowed? I think so. Yeah. Oh, my God, Sean. We're going to have to wager about this. I, actually, you know what? This will make Fantasy Critic next year. Nice. Different. Yeah. And, and honestly, in either case, I'm happy. I think I would rather see Avowed first because I kind of already know what Outer Worlds is and I, I like it very much. But um, Dano says Outer Worlds is nowhere near coming, uh, nowhere close to coming out. And I think that's the case for both games. Honestly, yeah. I think they're both very far away. So I, I, I'm just whatever, whatever it is, Sean, I'm very excited to counterpick you on Outer Worlds. I like it. I'll take it. I will take it. Um, Ryan, I think we're due for some DLC, though, for Forza Horizon 5. I think we should get like a Blizzard yeah. Mountain kind of pack or a Lego thing or something pretty significant. That, that could fill in the gap here a little bit as we get um, Top yeah, Gun like DLC. I, I for feel like that's what's going to come out this fall instead of Forza Motorsport. The, the reboot will be DLC for Horizon. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that things are already in motion with Forza Horizon 5. So I think they're we're more likely to see more of that. I think that would be good. And are we outside of the time period where Xbox has to make games for Xbox One now? Like, are they remember when they said like they're going to support it for like two years? Like, I think we're we're starting yeah. to talk about games that are they're not going to be on Xbox One at this point. I mean, this fall will technically be two years. since Yeah. The console came so there you go. Which I can't believe. <laughs> time mm-hmm. just flies by. Uh, rare rare is next ryan sea of thieves continues to be sea of thieves ever wild like forever away they don't even have a concept for that game yet they don't even know what that game's gonna play man i'm telling you that game is like that game may never come out and if it does come out it'll be like 2025 at the earliest yeah i look at like you look you run through this list and it's like man things are dire turn 10 is next we talked about motorsport probably a ways away they could surprise us um undead labs state of decay Yep. nowhere that's, close that's one that like i it won't come out this year i don't think but it could be a game that's like early or summertime next year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. could be that's um because oh dano says grounded pro officially releasing this year yeah from a obsidian yeah again is that the game that you go thank goodness it's for 2022 grounded is here but it's also it's a game that we've been playing for you know how who know, like almost two years now sean it's just not exciting i've not i played it for a weekend and i was impressed by it like if it did come out i'd be i'd be stoked about it honestly oh i i, I meant from the the sense that like it's not new ever I, I, mean, I never get excited for an early access game to, yeah. to get its full release because i mean how much are they really adding with that original release like it it, it just feels like oh well i've been playing this for a while it's yeah. less exciting now well, you got a bunch of studios that Xbox had that made games for PlayStation pretty recently, yep. <laughs> which, is, which is amazing. Um, I actually don't know about Al- – this is under the Bethesda studio umbrella, uh, Alpha Dog Games. Apparently, they're a mobile games developer. I don't know. Right. I don't think that really impacts us at all. Um, yeah, they might make some more mobile games. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to work on a console game or not. Arcane. Might, I think they do. I think they run on some port on some games as well. But uh, again, I think they're a support studio on console games at, at most. Sure. Arcane, Arcane now. Uh, Arcane Studios. They got Redfall. That's, that's, that's what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah. that's probably going to be out this year. Bethesda Game Studios, of course, Starfield. We know that much. Id could just... Dude, if they do a Quake... It, it could just be Quake. If they do a Quake game, I will just lose my ever-loving mind. Oh, my... More... Way more, by the way, than Wolfenstein 3. 
I mean, way more than Doom. For, more than Doom. Another Doom game for me because I love Doom 2016. And, and from the second I put the controller down with that game, I'm like, man, this is great. But if they did Quake like this, Chef's Quake has the power. Honestly, Quake has the power to to knock Halo off in terms of like the shooter that you play as a as an Xbox uh, exclusive. Like as far as single player and multiplayer, like that's sweet going. Like you go back, like there are certain games that go back in time and in the history of first person shooters, and like Quake is there. It's right there with Halo on like the the upper echelon of like Doom, Quake, Call of Duty, Halo. Nothing that PlayStation has ever done. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm already starting to gather my console war energy for when I chat with Bad a later, a little later on. Um, but yeah, it, I would love that, and that would be huge. That would be a big moment for them to do it, like some sort of fan fest. Um, especially if you've been following these guys for a little bit. Machine Games, they do Wolfenstein. You mentioned that they're working on Indiana Jones. Yeah, don't, I don't really expect, expect anything it. from the else from them. Yeah, unless they're doing like another like smaller wolfenstein thing or something or if mm-hmm. they they contract the wolfenstein game out to someone else like maybe like again they could do what um id did with um with avalanche for rage 2 they could do something like that right where they were like they were help um work on a wolfenstein game with another studio like a third party studio or something like but that. then would that count would it be a would it be an exclusive like would that still like would you think about that in a similar way would that hit the audience within a similar way i mean it would it would be probably a second party exclusive i would imagine yeah or a timed exclusive so which would be fine if we weren't talking about this desert of stuff right right like it'd be like really like that's what's happening here so that's uh that's interesting roundhouse studios i don't remember they they what are the um we just got like a, a basic teaser from Roundhouse Studios. What the heck was that one called? It was in like the garage that they were doing. I don't know if you're actually looking it up or if I'm just kind of like I'm looking it up because I don't I can't remember that. what the heck that one was. Maybe we'll oh, come back they, to it. These are the guys that were actually just Human Head Studios before. Yes. Um, but now they are um, now they are Roundhouse Studios. Yeah. I don't know why Court Lalonde's here, but Court Lalonde's apparently here too. <laughs> <laughs> just jumping, I oh, shut, shut down the video we're still on the xbox drive my friend um tango gameworks tango just made made a game for playstation so they're probably out of commission for quite some time i do i don't know man uh, some people are and i think they're giving it some sense that they're going, moving on beyond evil within mm-hmm. i would love yeah. to see something though on evil within maybe a some sort of remaster or something there right yeah, I mean, they just released Ghostwire Tokyo, so it'll be a while. In fact, it'll be a year before we see Ghostwire Tokyo. Actually, I just thought of it now that you mentioned that, John. We're going to probably get Deathloop this fall on Xbox. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll get PlayStation leftovers. That'll be great. Um, when hey, did Ghostwire hey. come out? Did it just it just came out this year? That was months like time is meaningless to me right now. Ghostwire came out like three weeks ago. Yeah. So you so honestly, not, if you told me November, I would have believed you. Like, I have no idea right now. Yeah. No, it was it was also a March 25th game. It was the it came up the same day yeah. as Kirby and Tiny Tina. Yeah. Well, there you go. Oh, man, I got so much to catch up on. And then the last one that I've got on this Wikipedia page is NMX Online Studios doing Elder Scrolls Online. So yeah. and they'll keep doing that. That's so that's the list. They just released a new expansion for Elder Scrolls Online as well. So there you so go. So get hyped. Um, what a what a get hyped kind of episode for Xbox this year looking the thing is and we've There's been saying this before this is this is a todd oxtra kind of episode i think we've just like expunged every opportunity at least from a first party standpoint going looking pretty dire so 
where are the partnerships? Like, what are they doing with like, is there a Gotham Knights thing that can possibly happen? Or is that just going to automatically going over to, to PlayStation? What, it, what's happening with Kojima? You know, like, what are they going to be doing over there? Are they like, did they, can they announce something? Is that even enough that they need games though? Kojima's not ready for a game. There's all these other kind of like potential things that yeah. I don't know if it's, if the timing is right, man. The weird. Now, this really reminds me of 2014 for the PlayStation four in particular, because that was the year where we got the order 1886 mm-hmm. and literally nothing else yeah. from PlayStation, but a big partnership with destiny. Like that's why PlayStation four was so great. And we'll talk about this more on right. the, um, on the console war room with Mr. Bad, but we're going to talk about some of the best generations and, uh, of, of gaming. And I really do think with PlayStation, they just nailed everything. And particularly second party, third party partnerships, whether it was an exclusive or, destiny what like the where you play destiny and call of duty was playstation that was crazy and i i'm really actually now that i'm on this i'm a little bit disappointed that xbox hasn't really cracked this whole they're the most powerful console they should have that they should have that edge they should be able to like lean into that sort of thing with um with some of these games as making xbox a place to play for that if you're looking at a release schedule like they are right now so yeah not checking off the boxes my friend not even a little bit Absolutely not. Well, before we go, Sean, one quick question that we got from the chat that I want to make sure that we answer came to us from Seth Sturgill, who asked the question, as content creators, that sense of FOMO is so Mm. hard to break ourselves out of. But I mean, ultimately, it's video games play what's fun to you. So, Sean, we've talked about this on the the show before. Do you um, ever have a sense as a content creator that you have FOMO looking at other content creators playing stuff like us talking about Lego Star Wars? And how do you how do you kind of like decide what to play yeah every day i i feel it every single day dude it's it's impossible um like i really do feel like i'm dedicating more time to playing games now than ever and i still like i'm just i'm i'm drowning man um so i guess just trying to be kind to myself that acknowledging that there's too much for anybody it's not even it's not just a me thing um but it i think it was uh, garrett bland actually who had mentioned at some point he was talking about his choices for for gaming and i actually hadn't really thought of it in that way and he was disappointed in sort of like the gaming choices that he was making i think i might be paraphrasing here a little bit um and so i I, i'm going to be looking at it through that lens a little bit over the next couple of months of like how am i choosing what's next and that but that it's almost like too much pressure like what what algorithm what evaluation criteria like it's just that's not fun i just want to like do, this is why I do some things that are real dumb. Like I just buy a game that I have no business buying. And I'm just like, we'll see if that's the one that I end up playing. That's why I've got these games from the library. Cause I'm like, we'll just see if those, like if when I sit down to play a game and the mood hits, maybe I've got access to one of those games and we'll just see what happens. Maybe it'll be time for call of duty or demon souls at one point. Who yeah. Knows, yeah. Anyways, we gotta get going. But before we go, Sean plugs, yeah. You can find me on Twitter and on Twitch at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. And you can support us at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. And um, you get a free shirt at that ultimate producer level, by the way, guys. And it's the only way to get that founder t-shirt is beautiful. You're going to want it. Um, all the links are in the show notes for all of our merch, our Patreon. We got a new goal. I'm going to write a book. If you get us there, we're $30 away as we record this from our highest goal for today. Yumi Capri Day, carpool gaming launching, my friend. We did it. We did it. As for me, you can find me on Twitter at Ryan Turford. You can find us on Twitter now at Carpool Gaming on Twitter. You can find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Carpool Gaming and on podcast services around the globe. So for Sean Capri, I'm Ryan Turford. This has been episode 236 of the Xbox Drive. And we out. Ball. No power. Greater than X.